Good evening. Today is Sunday, October 20th, and I am Maria Rodriguez. The podcast for tonight falls under the theme of Who is Teaching? Does it Matter? The two subtopics for this theme are direct teacher instruction and online instruction provided to students. Today, I will only be discussing direct teacher instruction. I will define direct instruction, describe the benefits of direct instruction, and identify some of the characteristics of direct instruction in the classroom. To be clear, this podcast does not pertain to the Direct Instruction Strategy, also known as Capital DI, described by Cadet, Wilson, Brady, Dukes, and Bennett in their 2016 article that discussed the introduction of Capital DI in the 1960s and described its use as an effective method for grouping instruction of low-performing students at risk for academic failure. Instead, I'm talking about the explicit sequence instruction that is initially modeled by a teacher, as described by Robinson, LeBert, Towner, and Kairos in their 2016 article in Reading Improvement. For this reason, I'll be using terms direct instruction and explicit instruction interchangeably throughout the podcast. Direct instruction and explicit instruction are the practices used by teachers, such as modeling, reteaching, review of content, visual aids, reading comprehension practices, and writing strategies. So why is direct instruction important? As we know, studies show that teacher instruction is the most important factor in determining student success. According to Darling, Hammett, and Bransford in 2005, the notion of evidence-based practice suggests that professionals be aware of what strategies are likely to be productive or unproductive for meeting particular goals. Teachers in the classroom are best prepared to provide differentiated instruction for students based on their needs in order to ensure student success. According to Riddle, Johnson, Fife, and Lower in 2016, reiterating direct conceptual instruction within a lesson rather than spending a comparable amount of time providing procedural instruction has the potential to promote a more robust understanding of concepts and procedures. Thus, students retain concepts better when direct teacher instruction is practiced within the classroom. What do we see in a classroom when direct instruction is used? This type of instruction is commonly seen in reading classes to help with the understanding of content material through the use of specific strategies. According to Harrison Presley and Pearson and Gallagher within Pilineta, Hathaway, Medina, and Casto in their 2019 article in Journal of Education, comprehension strategies are more successfully taught via explicit direct instruction as teachers use a gradual release of responsibility to help students transition to reading independently. Within the classroom, teachers' direct instructional strategies work on improving students' magnocognitive processes. Pilineta et al. in 2019 describes these magnocognitive processes as increases in declarative knowledge, procedural knowledge, and conditional knowledge. Declarative knowledge tells students what the strategy is, similar to a definition. Procedural knowledge tells the how or step-by-step knowledge required to perform the strategy. And conditional knowledge explains when and in what way the strategy should be used. According to Dignath and Butner, in 2018, if teachers do not provide the direct instruction of strategies to help promote magnocognitive processes, then students are not able to regulate their own learning. Bernadowski, in 2016, described this regulation and self-awareness by students as a pathway to a greater reading fluency. I hope this podcast has helped shed some light on the importance and characteristics of direct instruction in the classroom. It is important to note that in 2018, Bastian and Janda stated that as teachers experience a larger number of course preparations, a limited supply of time and attention may adversely influence the quality of their instructional practices. Thus, teachers become less effective in the direct instruction when they have to plan for, learn the content, and teach the course for the first time if they are preparing for a variety of courses. This, of course, influences student success. Hopefully, teachers listening to this podcast will advocate to have fewer class preps in order to maximize their effectiveness as educators. Join me next time when I discuss the characteristics and benefits of the second sub-theme under Who is Teaching? Does It Matter? We'll be discussing online instruction for students. See you next week.